Welcome to the Recession Resistant Real Estate Radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everybody. Brandon Cobb with HPG Capital here. Thanks for tuning in. In today's video, I want to briefly go over the five phases that you run through in a multifamily project. These are going to range anywhere all the way from doing the underwriting and looking for the asset all the way up into the final phase where you're selling it and what's involved in each stage so you as an investor can understand exactly what you're dealing with or if you're looking to get into multifamily, exactly what you can be looking to do when you jump into this asset class. So before we jump in, if you've seen some of our content and you've always been curious about how you can invest in recession-resistant assets, reach out to us. Set up an introductory call. We'd love to learn more about what your investing goals are and how we might be able to help you. All right. So jumping right in, five phases of multifamily renovation and complete sell cycle. Phase number one is the acquisition. This is where you're going out and you're looking at properties that have shown an interest in selling to you. You could be flying across the country, looking at them. You're looking at the numbers. You're looking at the pro forma. You're looking at everything that the seller has sent you in regards to the property. You're analyzing the T12 expenses. You're really doing your homework on this property. At this point, you'll probably do an inspection on the property after you have your LOI, your letter of intent that's been signed and recognized by the seller. So this would be a physical inspection by either you or your inspector of the property that is going to look and see and make sure that there are no big surprises in this project. You're also going to start looking at investor capital. At this point, you've got the property into contract and you usually have a few months, anywhere between six weeks and three months usually is the average time frame to raise money for these bigger projects. Could be shorter, could be longer. It all depends on your seller. But that first phase is mainly going to be acquiring, underwriting and inspecting that property so that you can make sure that there's no surprises and you can get things kicked off with the seller and all of your investors. Phase two is going to be the value add. So you know that we like to invest in class B, class C value add multifamily or commercial units such as assisted living or storage units. Big part of the business plan is going to be renovating and actually executing on that business plan so that you're able to increase the rents, decrease the expenses, increase that NOI, which increases your equity in the property, which is going to give you that big back-end sell as a general partner and is going to give a nice cash flow cushion to all of your limited partners that are in the deal. At this stage, you're immediately looking for ways to add value, which hopefully you've already identified in phase one. This could be better management. Can you increase the occupancy of the property? Can you decrease the vacancy? Maybe there's a way to put some vacant units, uh, put some tenants in some vacant units that are just sitting there. All these little things add up in the commercial realm. Maybe you're looking for a few storage units in the property that you could potentially turn into rental units and thereby increase the gross rent and increase that NOI. At this stage, you're basically executing on the business plan that you had set up and making sure that you're on track. Phase three is going to be a potential refinance. So anybody who understands what our 
investment theses in this business. Number one is going to be capital preservation. Number two is going to be return on investment. We want to deliver great returns. And three is going to be return of capital. All those things are very important. If you don't have a good ROI, it's not worth it. If you can't have a good exit strategy, then there's no return of capital. So what's the whole point of it? And capital preservation makes sure that the asset you're investing in and the team and the operator you're investing in can perform on this asset so that the equity is realized and the investor capital is protected. Those are very, very important aspects. So at this phase, we could potentially be refinancing out. After the value-added potential has been put into the property, then it is time to potentially refinance people out. Everybody likes getting their money back after a good deal is done. Or it could be time to simply hold the asset and make it cash flow steadily increase the NOI and basically just make sure that this asset is performing because it's going to lead up to our exit. And it's going to be a very, very, very important factor in our exit because we won't be able to sell this asset if we cannot show a performance history. That's a lot of the whole periods on these types of investments are so long, usually three to five, sometimes seven, sometimes even 10 years on these things is because the new owner and the bank that is going to be providing the loan to the new owner wants to make sure that this asset is stabilized, that the bills are going to be paid, that the mortgage is going to be paid, and there's not going to be any issues on it. Stage or phase four. This is basically the stabilization period. At this point, you're two to three years into your project and you've done a really good job of increasing your rents, filling the vacant units. As old units organically turn over, then you're renovating those units and you're increasing the rents and you're basically getting this asset to the point where most of it is stabilized. In other words, you've renovated everything. You've maxed out the occupancy that you possibly can. You've done all the capex expenditures and you are now sitting at a basis level where you're like, all right, this is what I want my NOI to be. This is where I wanted my gross rents to be. And you're sitting there and you're just sitting on this asset and you're making sure it's stabilized because you're preparing for phase five. And phase five is going to be the exit or the sale of the asset. At this point, we've gotten to hopefully a checkpoint where we've got a lot of great NOI. We've got a lot of cash flow reserves. Everybody, there's been no surprises in the property. Most of the units have been turned and we are pretty much at our gross, um, our gross rent that we had planned on from year one. Now, when you're preparing, you want to make sure that you've already been scouting buyers at this point. So who would your buyers be? One, you could invest in, or I'm sorry, you could sell this asset to a REIT, a real estate investment uh, trust. These are bigger companies that trade and sell off shares of ownership, sometimes on the public market, and they love cash flowing assets like this. So right now, especially in the assisted living area, there's tons of REITs that are gobbling up these assets because there's a nice runway for that asset. And they know that it's there's some certain macro economic variables in play that are going to really play to the advantage of investing these assets and they know this. So these REITs are looking for larger assets like this to invest in their portfolio. They make great buyers. You're also looking to potentially sell it to somebody else. At this point, your asset's five years old. Hopefully you've left a little meat on the bone, value add potential for the next buyer to pick up and give him some incentive reason to um, 
purchase this from you, right? You've got, there's got to be potential for the next buyer to do some kind of value add plan. So that's part of the strategy here is usually trying to leave a little bit of meat on the bone. So that's pretty much all five phases. We enjoy every single phase when we're underwriting these, looking at these projects, trying to understand exactly what the current situation is, where the value add potential is. That's always fun. It's always fun when you can see something and realize, hey, there's potential here that maybe we're seeing that other people aren't. And that's what makes this a lot of fun. We really enjoy calling our investors, telling them that we have another opportunity available. We really enjoy that phase of the project. And it's also really fun to be able to create a product that people are proud to live in. You know, these class B, class C multifamily units are really catered to the blue collar working force. You know, these are people that want somewhere safe to live, but they also just can't afford the, you know, the class A really luxury spots. So it's fun to be able to create these units and create a place for people to live and really create a community where people can thrive. Um, that's pretty much it. That's all I've got for you guys today. If you want to learn more information about investing in recession resistant assets, visit hpgcapital.net and we'll see you next time.